0: Anyway, we're joined now by Catherine Furkin U.S. correspondent. Hi, Catherine. Hi there, Heather. All right, so we've had the first funerals for the victims of the Texas shootings, yes?
1: Yeah. It's going to be an incredibly painful week for the uh, people of Uvalde in Texas. It's the first two of a staggering 21 funerals that are going to be held over the next couple of weeks. As you can imagine, both of the ones today were incredibly emotional and we saw hundreds of people turning out. The first was for 10-year-old Marie Jo Garza. She was uh, buried this morning and she was remembered actually as one of the heroes of this incident. She was one of the children that actually risked her life by phoning police in front of the gunman while he was in her classroom during the shooting and her service was followed by one of her fourth-grade classmates, Mike Rodriguez. She was remembered as a bright girl who wanted to grow up to be a marine biologist. Just incredibly tragic, and it really puts that human face to to what has happened there. Um, But I must say, absolutely nothing is taking away from the anger that's being felt in the community. I know you've been reporting on, you know, the way the incident has unfolded, the increasing criticism on the police, who took so long to respond. And we're just hearing reports now that actually the Uvalde police station is no longer cooperating with the official state investigation, which seems absolutely staggering. They're no longer taking questions. They're no longer participating in interviews. And of course, I'm still working to sort of understand further exactly what that means. But you have to say that's only going to fuel the outrage that's being felt in that small town.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Have they explained why they're doing that?
1: They haven't, but it does seem to come on the back of some very public criticism from Texas investigators. They came out recently at press conferences and effectively said that the local police failed. And since we saw that uh, public statement, apparently the entire police department has just shut down and is no no longer cooperating, which you'd have to say from what we know would, would not be the right response at this point in time.
0: Yeah. Uh, Pre-departure tests, I see, um, the ones we have to take before flying into the US might soon be ditched. I would have thought that this is long overdue, given the amount of COVID in the US.
1: Absolutely. And and it's interesting because places like Canada have already dropped this requirement. The US, uh, you know, has been quite lax, actually, with their COVID response in so many ways. But they have kept this mandate that anyone coming in from overseas needs to have those pre-departure COVID tests. As re- recently, we've seen it was reduced to just 24 hours before you fly, which does make it incredibly tough for people coming from particularly long distances like New Zealand. And the, uh, you know, the leaders of the travel industry here are really pushing the White House. They met with White House officials today to say that these restrictions need to be relaxed because it's really hurting the travel industry here. At the moment, it's, it's down by something like 14% the number of international travelers they've got, and that is really hurting the economy.
0: Um, What does it mean when Joe Biden says that he will have a month long focus on the economy? Is he not thinking about it the rest of the time?
1: (laughs) That's a very good point. Um, I think, you know, it's such a big talking point here at the moment, like it is in, in New Zealand, the rising inflation. It's quite incredible, though, how hard it is hitting on the ground here. I just went shopping this evening for dinner and I couldn't believe the bill for just some absolute basics. There's been an 8.3% leap in consumer prices over the past year. Uh, You know, we're looking at all the obvious things like groceries, gas, rents and house prices. But it's also really affecting small businesses. And, you know, Heather, when I'm walking around the streets down here in Manhattan, the number of local stores that have shut down, there's all these vacant storefronts, the closing down and for lease signs that are going up. It's actually quite worrying and it is really putting the heat on President Biden because none of his initiatives so far to reduce the pain to consumers has really worked. So it's going to be interesting what he says when he announces this month-long, you know, focus on the economy. What can he actually do to help? Uh, we're certainly all waiting with bated breath because it does feel like we're heading to an almost certain recession at this point.
0: Oh, geez, Catherine, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Catherine Firkin, US Correspondent.